Have you ever wondered how some people create their best life with joy, peace and calm? How do they remain focused even when surrounded by uncertainty and stress? We answer these questions here at the Wellness Solutions Podcast with your host, Mary Mangos, psychologist, coach, author, and online course creator. Her mission is to inspire and change lives towards more clarity, happiness, and peace. Keep listening as we share wisdom, tips, and science-backed practices. Mary interviews experts and inspirational people to inspire you to achieve your vision of a thriving and flourishing life. Well-being is not just being healthy and avoiding illness. It's a complex combination of physical, mental, emotional and social factors that lead to a happy and satisfying life. Well-being is about your active, present, ongoing engagement in behaviours and choices that promote well-being and allow you to be at your best. Well-being is something that you do and places the emphasis on being right now, in the moment, not worrying about the past or the future. That quote is a definition of well-being from my book, Finding Your Well-Being. Welcome everyone to this episode. And now is the time to find your well-being is what this episode is about. I just want to share some information about why I wrote my book, but also I wanted to just share with you some important facts and a couple of key tips today that I believe can make a massive difference. So let's get started. Firstly, my hope with my book, Finding Your Wellbeing, is to really give you a practical guide. And you'll see when you open it up, there's lots of areas to write in, answer questions, to reflect on, so that you are interacting as you absorb information and as you take some of those next important steps. I want it to be an inspiring and practical way for you to be able to then move forward towards those goals of more happiness, clarity and peace. We all want to move forward in these times of adversity and challenge because they happen all the time. There's great times, of course, that we experience, but adversity will come again. And so how do we work through that adversity and how do we come out through the other side, staying focused on what our intentions are for the quality of our life? Another reason I wrote the book is because of my own personal experience. Um, Yes, I'm a psychologist and I've supported many clients, but I also have had my own uh, issues with poor emotional and mental health. And those issues have impacted my work, my relationships, and of course, my physical energy. And so having worked through that and still being focused on that, because remember, it's our journey. It's not not a destination for me. And certainly as we've, you know, learned through the pandemic, things will happen that make life really challenging and may even feel like you're going backwards sometimes. But when we have an intention, when we have some hope, when we have a pathway forward, 
it supports us to stay true to our intention to create that that happier life or that more peaceful life. We know from the reports and research around the world, and in particular the 2021 World Happiness Report, identified mental health as one part of our well-being most significantly impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic and the resulting lockdowns. And they report a worsening of mental health in many countries worldwide. Some recent Australian research, where I'm from, from the State of the Mind report, I just want to share a couple of highlights that are really worthwhile just to reinforce not just the impact, but also some interesting facts around what people are actually doing right now to take care of themselves. So we know that from that report, four in five Australians have experienced poor mental health in the past 12 months, and there is a higher level of psychological distress amongst women, First Nations people, the LGBTQI plus community as well. 41% of parents believe the pandemic has had a negative impact on the mental well-being of of their children as well. And 89% consider now mental health as important as physical health. So yes, it's been a challenging time and there's been huge impacts. There's also been a recognition, 89% in fact, are recognising the importance of it. Four out of five adults took an active step to improve their mental health. That's huge. And those that took some steps experienced some really interesting health benefits, including feeling more relaxed and calm, improved sleep and resilience to cope with challenges. So I want to share today some ideas, some of those steps that you can take that come from my book that can make a difference to you and give you some of those well-being and health benefits. I want to first start. We know there are very, very important essential factors that are core to our well-being that we really need to take care of. Firstly, good sleep. We know how important it is to feel like most of the time, so we won't go for perfection here, but most of the time when you wake up, you're feeling rested. And if you're not, to prioritize what we're doing so that we feel that way. So in my book, I give some suggestions around that, but certainly creating some good sleep habits, you know, prioritizing and making a plan for what happens in your day as you lead into sleep, you know, so how you're really looking after yourself can make a difference, but also some of the transitional uh, activities that we might do that help us to relax before we go to sleep, such as getting off our phones and social media, having a relaxing cup of tea or, or a bath, you know, dimming the lights um, a few hours before. So really giving our body signals that it's time to sleep. Exercise and walking is another area that I would consider to be an essential factor. And a lot of these key essential factors, of course, they're not mutually exclusive. By that, I mean they support each other. So perhaps some exercise or a good walk throughout the day will also make a difference to your sleep as well as being a core factor to improving your well-being and how healthy you feel. We also should not underestimate quality nutrition. You know, so what we're eating is so important to how we're feeling, our mood, our energy, and as well as our general health. 
And one that I really love as an essential factor that I believe is so important, taking regular breaks and quality breaks, doing things that are going to renew you. So every few hours, and if you're really not feeling great, perhaps even more frequently than that, making sure that you take a few minutes during those breaks to do something that really makes you feel good. And it could be something like a stretch, meditation, some breathing. You might get up and go make a lovely herbal tea. You might Go for a quick walk or just walk outside and just get some fresh air. There are lots of things that you can do. So thinking about what is going to rejuvenate you. The second area I want to highlight today that can make a difference and provide some of those health benefits is the power of cultivating mindful living habits. So thinking about from the moment you wake up, to the moment you go to sleep, what are some things that happen in your day that you can cultivate a more mindful approach? And that is really that awareness in the moment of what you're doing, how you're feeling. So really connecting in with those day-to-day experiences. It might be things like taking a mindful walk um, might be an example of that. So when you're walking, taking a few moments, it doesn't have to be your whole walk, but taking a minute or two and just really looking around, what do you see? You know, perhaps it's really paying attention to a tree that you've noticed and how interesting it is or beautiful it is, or the temperature in the air or how you're feeling while you're walking. We can also cultivate mindful habits through just getting into the present moment, through things like just noticing our breath. And that can do that for a few seconds. That just brings us back into a mindful moment. We can also do meditations. And what is amazing is that now we have available so many short, accessible, even one-minute meditations that you can take advantage of. My favorite app is Inside Timer, but there are so many. And that is, in fact, a beautiful break as well. It can really cultivate our mindfulness, which gives us more of a sense of control. And also the research has shown that it can increase our positive emotions too, even our feelings of social connection, decreasing inflammation and pain. There are lots of benefits from a well-being perspective from meditation. And if you're looking at some meditations that you want to explore, you can also check out mine on Insight Timer and I have them on my Coach You Wellness website as well. You'll see the links on my episode notes as well. So consider cultivating mindful habits and consider those essential factors I just mentioned. And if you pick up a copy of my book, you will see that I step you through to really build your knowledge and work your way through towards a path for you. So in the first chapter, I talk about the state of our well-being so that you can better understand where well-being is today, then the impacts that, for example, the COVID-19 pandemic has had. We also explore what's going to support your energy and how to renew your energy, and that's in Chapter 2. And in fact, you can get access to that chapter for free. If you want to have a look at that again, just check out my website and you can download that to really use it and and start improving your energy right now. 
I also share information and strategies, again, to cultivate mindful clarity. So a lot more on that mindful living, taking that even further in Chapter 3, so that you become more aware when you're on autopilot, how to set your intentions, learning how to embrace uncertainty, welcoming all emotions, all emotions, even our negative emotions, and labeling them and what they are is so important. And doing that can help us to move towards peace and joy. I will also support you to consider how gratitude can create a life for you that's happier and supports your resilience so that you can persevere through tough times. That's chapter four. And then in chapter five, one of my favorite things to do is to create and use affirmations. So talk about, you know, what they are, the power of them and positive self-talk. I'm going to show you how you can prepare your mindset for positive actions and behaviors so that they, again, support the intentions that you have for your life. Spirituality is very important for me, and I also outline my own spiritual journey in Chapter 6, some pivotal life events and practices that have supported me, I believe, towards wisdom and peace. And wisdom is something that's, again, it's not a destination for me. It's a journey. And I hope that that inspires and helps you too. Certainly in that chapter and throughout the book, I really enjoy sharing my own experiences, but also other real stories of clients and people that I've worked with. And I do that to inspire your journey towards wellness. Lastly, you'll see in my book that I have a whole chapter on how to create your own self-care plan. And this is really around how to identify your vision and the practices that you're going to focus on and how to integrate them. And what's important for me is to give you the tools to make the practices that you choose to work on right now. And we're not suggesting you work on everything in the book, but the priorities that are important to you right now and do it in a way that's sustainable so that you continue your well-being path over that sort of longer term. So whatever you're going to work on initially and then build in later on when you're ready, when you feel like those initial priorities are embedded into your life, embedded in a way that you feel comfortable. So overall, my intention is that you find your well-being and be at your best by making those small changes that are so powerful. Small changes like sleeping well, going for a walk, taking breaks, and not being on your phone as much, breathing, meditation are just some of the examples of the choices that we can make. And those choices are powerful and support your well-being. We can make choices such as that to take those simple steps. And those choices help us to cultivate a better day, a life with more happiness clarity and peace be well everyone until next time thank you for listening to the wellness solutions podcast with mary mangos if you liked what you heard today please subscribe rate us in your podcast player and share your feedback if you would like to learn more about how you can create a life with more clarity happiness and peace check out our online courses at coachywellness.com.au Please remember, the information supplied here is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice or treatment from a mental health professional. Thank you for listening. Until next time.